Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cinema Joes, the podcast where three average Joes discuss the significant topics in movie culture. My name is Justin Mancini. I am one of your co-hosts here, and I am very happy to welcome my other two co-hosts. First, he is the podcast editor for thepopbreak.com, as well as the co-host of the TV Break podcast, Alex Marcus. Hello, Alex. Hello, Justin. Great to be back with you again, and uh, we are very happy to be with our Last co-host, uh, but certainly not least, he is, along with myself, the co-host of Podwork Angels, The Rush Hour, a whole podcast dedicated to the rock band Rush, Noah France. Hello, Noah. Hey, man. Leaving a vapor trail. <laughs> in a vapor yes. trail. In a, uh, yes, in a joke that I'm sure will work for all of our fans who are also Rush fans. A rabid, rabid <laughs> Cinema Joe's Rush fans crossover. Yes. Well, I know we at least have a few. Event of the century. <laughs> Given I've, I've talked to a few of them recently. Um, but uh, yeah, guys, oh, it's two just, of them. Uh, yeah, actually, yes, that's the exact number. Um, <laughs> guys, we are here uh, to typically uh, discuss. Uh, typically, what we do is discuss a recent movie release and then a larger topic related to that movie. But uh, we're doing something a little bit different today because this is actually our five-year anniversary as a podcast, at least in its current form. We started in 2017 with the uh, current with the current format as well as the current hosts, um, and uh, it's been quite a trip. We started with uh, Beauty and the Beast, the live-action remake, which I believe only one of us saw. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> And mostly so. discussed the live-action remakes, uh, I guess, like, philosophically. The, <laughs> like, the cinema sin that is live-action remakes. I will die on this hill. So, and I don't believe either you or I, Noah, have seen it since, right? Never have, yeah. never will. Yeah. No, I mean, you've seen the original, <laughs> so you've mostly seen the new one. But yeah, that was our humble beginnings, right? You know, the yeah. back way back when uh before we were in all of the podcast platforms and we had a formal uh we had a formal program that we would follow uh Justin and Noah were nice enough to invite me on to their fledgling YouTube uh show a couple of times that was called Cinema Joes and yes. then uh you know they just let they let me weasel my way in there and I took over from there so <laughs> 5 years later here's where we are it makes yeah. a difference having someone who's like competent at organizing and planning on board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I, um, I know just you're going to agree with me on that. <laughs> uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> How dare you say something that's completely true? Well, guys, I won for this episode. I know like we've done a lot of uh, episodes where we've kind of run through categories. I kind of wanted this to be more of a general discussion, but there's a few uh, topics that I have for us and I, I guess I just wanted to start by asking how are you guys feeling after five years and uh, did you think we would get this far <laughs> well I always knew that we would be in it for the long haul Justin I mean you know once you give me a little bit of validation for my ambition it, there's no telling what I can achieve that's what I've always said about myself uh, but yeah no I mean it's been great I have to say that I didn't really plan too far ahead when we started it was more about seeing if we can get something that could work on a regular basis way back when um, but mm -hmm. it feels crazy that it's been five years that really flew by I know we've all had a bunch of milestones in that span of time uh, Justin's lived on several different coasts Noah has gotten married I've had multiple <laughs> jobs uh, so it's been the it's world been a lot has of stuff been has the happened. world the, the world yeah the world has mm -hmm. has changed in many many ways but cinema shows bears with this yes and one of the things honestly that I'm most proud of is that we've managed to kind of you know this is not a job of any kind for all of us we all have our own daily responsibilities outside of the show and not that it can't be to... if any of you with big, deep pocket blitz are listening we are happy for <laughs> sponsors <laughs> but in lieu of that we've managed to really you know keep it going consistently every month we have at least one episode out 
you know, we tried to go weekly for a while, and we're, but we've settled into an every other week schedule for a, a long time now, and we've been doing really well hitting those targets, and we've gotten a lot of great people to come on as guests over the years, and we've gotten to talk about some great movies and some entertainingly not-so-great movies, and, uh, and yeah, I think, you know, we even survived the fact that, like, we went through a whole year where basically no new movies were released. We still found ways yeah. to put out episodes. And so, yeah, I'm really proud of us for kind of sticking with it and being flexible and adapting to the changing environments of the cinema podcasting landscape over the years. <laughs> yeah, I've I mean, it's I couldn't believe it was five years like when we started scheduling this and just thinking like. So it's been five years in addition to what we were doing before, <laughs> which, to be fair, yeah. was more sporadic, um, like we would go through like you know it seemed like months where we would not record anything and then we would get back together and it would be like you know old times um but this has been really uh it's been really beneficial i think for me to do something on a regular basis and it's also been really great just to to show that like oh i can do this and then also do other podcasts about other things like not just about movies um i think it's really like helped prepare me for that um the other thing i'll say on a more on a non-podcast related note is uh it's been really helpful recently for job interviews that i've done like just being able to talk about a particular topic with you know some level of expertise is bit like just doing that on a regular basis is really helpful for talking about you know things that you're good at and um you know just kind of falling into that rhythm so that you feel comfortable being able to talk to somebody about something um i don't know it's been really it's been really helpful in that capacity not something i anticipated when i started doing podcasting but just something that i've noticed um especially over the last month or so um but yeah i have really i've really enjoyed doing this i really enjoy um, talking to guests, that's a big thing for me. Um, because I think when we first started doing this, I was a little bit wary about like, uh Oh, like, is it going to be weird having someone on? Like, what's their dynamic going to be like, like, I know what my dynamic is with Alex and Noah, but what is it like with a new person who I might be meeting for the first time, um, on the podcast? Very often that was the case. (laughs) May or may not even see their face. Uh, yeah, that has always been the case for me. Yes, well, because Noah doesn't like to bring his friends onto the show. <laughs> You're his dirty <laughs> little secret. I don't like to. <laughs> it just hasn't worked out. <laughs> also, you guys are like half of my remaining friends. So COVID has taken a toll, people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, how, how about you, Noah? What? How are you feeling at this current juncture? Oh, good. It's amazing to think it's gone on this long, but it's nice. It's 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 just been a great project. And it's just fun. It's been the perfect excuse to regularly, you know, get together with you guys, even if it's only even if it's only virtual. Um, and maybe one day we can go back to being non-virtual with some kind of regularity. But that's long, long term, <laughs> long term <laughs> hoping. Yeah. Hey, maybe our 10 year anniversary, we could celebrate it together. Yeah, we'll do a live show yeah. <laughs> for our t- <laughs> The other thing is just uh, doing this on a regular basis, you really just recognize that you didn't even know that you would be capable of doing something like that. Like I the whole idea of podcasting myself already being a fan of them when we started this was like, am I going to be able to maintain that level of like conversation for that long? Like, is it just going to be a lot of dead air? Me wondering what to say. And then you you realize doing it with other people, it really helps. It really helps, like, stimulate a lot of, um, you know, stimulate a lot of conversation. And uh, you realize you can build on what other people are saying. So it, and I find most of the time on this podcast, certainly, uh, we have a problem with having too much than too little. <laughs> so yes. it's, you know, but that's been beneficial just to, for keeping it going. Um, mm. So that's been, yeah, that's been really fun. Um, so I also wanted to ask if you guys had any, and we did this on our, I believe, 
oh gosh, was it our two year or a three year anniversary? I think it was our two year. Yeah, we didn't celebrate our our third or fourth year. We did yeah. our second. We did a two year anniversary special. Um, yeah. So I think we we talked about this on our two year anniversary, but we've recorded many episodes since then. Um, so I was curious if there were any favorite episodes of yours. It doesn't have to just be one. It could be you know the ones that spring to mind. Oh man, that's a really good question. Um, I would definitely say some of the flashback episodes that we've done over the last year or so have definitely been among my highlights. Just getting to invite interesting people onto the podcast and listen to them talk about why they love a certain movie has just been such a joy. Uh, especially thinking about, you know, when Marissa Carpico came on to talk about Before Sunset, that was such a great conversation that the three of us were able to have. Um, Noah, unfortunately, was not part of that. Um, getting a, Having an excuse to watch um, It's a Wonderful Life for the first time uh, when Josh Chernacki came onto the show to talk about that movie was really great. Um, yeah, I mean, ta- getting to watch Vertigo when Manish came on to talk about that. Uh, and that discussion, I think, was really excellent. I actually, whenever somebody I know uh, who is at all interested in what I have to say about movies, which is not all of the people I know, um, <laughs> when they watch it Vertigo is. for the first time, I always refer to them to that episode to be like, I can't articulate anymore what I thought about that movie, but I think I was pretty smart about it in the moment. So I'm mm. glad that I have this uh, for historical posterity's sake. So go listen to that instead yeah, of no, the flashback episodes have let me, you know, get some chips into the the giant mountain of movies that I've not seen but really should see. <laughs> and every so often, I've been able, to, I can get my hammer, I can chip off one more film out of the hundreds of movies that I really should see at some point. It's true. And then there's also, you know, <laughs> I mean. We love to do our fall and summer previews every year. Those are always a lot of fun to record. Um, And our year-end episodes are always really fun. Um, But yeah, I think that (laughs) the episodes that I remember the most are the ones where I'm just like, I'm really glad I had the opportunity to fully articulate how I felt about this thing in the moment right after seeing it. Because I'm never going to be that specific and articulate about the thing again so i'm just glad this exists as a record like Mm. for instance the Mm. alien um quadrilogy episode that we did where i talked all about um my deep and abiding love for alien 4 which is a a minority opinion that i'm very proud of (laughs) so and if you think that that's crazy um you could try to well you actually can't go back and listen to that one because it's not on the server anymore but we might work on getting those old episodes back up in the future mm. um because uh, they would be good to have and now they're like relics of the past so they have a whole <laughs> new <laughs> a whole new cachet right we can have nostalgia for them now yeah we'd start going retro by year 10 also an episode that makes me laugh um whenever i think of it it is when uh, one of the few times that Justin was not on the show and it was just me and Noah and we did a whole segment on whether we thought that Westerns needed to exist anymore. And we both kind of <laughs> oh, yeah. firmly came down on the answer of like, no, nah, not really. Because <laughs> I just know that like <laughs> oh, Justin would Which... have had very different opinions about that conversation. Oh, yeah. was, that a, was that for Ballad of Buster Scruggs? It was. It was Ballad of Buster ah, okay. Scruggs, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got to re-listen to that one. It's been a while. So I, I have to say for me, um, of course, it's the, the, this is always the case. A couple of the ones that I'm most fond of thinking of and the ones that I've had the most fun uh, going back and, and re-listening to um, a while later are some of the ones where I was the most negative or I had a particular <laughs> disdain for the movie in question. So uh, the one year, I think it was 2018, we had two Alexander Skarsgård movies that were just <laughs> awful. That was Mute and Hold the Dark. Uh, and the fact that I only watched those movies because you guys are like, we, we we should do a podcast. Episode. I wouldn't have watched them otherwise. That was the one and only year I did a worst of list because I actually had enough <laughs> movies to justify making that kind of effort. Uh, so that when we talked about Mute and Hold the Dark, and I, I recall having a particular uh, hate boner for Mute. Um, and then Gemini Man, which I was especially disdainful of. Oh, I like <laughs> and Gemini I, I Man. took. <laughs> I, I, I took a great amount of delight in uh, taking a hammer to Ang Lee's knees, metaphorically speaking, of course. Ang Lee can do no wrong. He's the best living director. Shame on you. <laughs> Tell that to the killer ice cream cone. Anyway, <laughs> uh, 
the other the what the other couple ones that I marked are ones that had special that had an especially personal meaning to me um, <clears throat> because we were talking about stuff we were either it was all cases where we were revisiting stuff that has an especial meaning to me. Our Lord of the Rings retrospective, mm-hmm. you know, especially because that allowed me for the first time in ages to revisit the original theatrical cuts of the movies. Um, when I finally, and then just last year, I finally uh, was able to force you guys to come onto the show and talk about Amadeus with me, uh, which was and remains my all-time favorite movie. So just that was obviously very meaningful to me and then justin when aaron and aaron and i got you to do a special episode on neon genesis evangelion because <laughs> uh, yes. that that was just i had been looking forward to that one for so long as soon as i had seen neon genesis and i knew that and you revealed that you hadn't seen it but aaron was going to make you watch it i was like oh oh those are the two people on earth that would mean the most to me to break down the show with um and those those are some of the, those are some of the episodes where I feel that I personally had um, where, where I I'm particularly proud of what I could contribute to those episodes. Yeah, yeah. And so I think are, that those are the ones that I highlight. Let's not forget that we watched all those Lord of the Rings movies um, because of the film that everybody remembers and loves so dearly, Tolkien, starring Nicholas Holt, uh, came out that summer, yeah. <laughs> which I still haven't seen. <laughs> yeah, that's I really Another example of uh, a review where only I watched remake. the movie. <laughs> I'll wait for the live action remake. Oh, I, I watched it as well. Uh, Eventually. I don't think you had watched it in time for our, re- our review, but you did watch it afterwards, I think. I can't. I thought I did, but I could be wrong. I have to listen to it again. Because um, I don't think I would have seen it otherwise. <laughs> I don't think I would have watched it if not for the podcast. I, I do think a big like a lot of my favorite episodes are episodes where it was like a rewatch of a movie that um, I already liked or even loved Um, a lot of, believe it or not, like a lot of our flashback episodes have to my surprise been ones that I've already seen and kind of know what I feel about, but then seeing them again really does, I feel like open up another layer. I mean, um, you know, the the Lord of the Rings was something I hadn't seen in full for such a long time and was kind of trepidatious about how it would like how it would appreciate if it would appreciate if it would be something that was just like so fond of my memory, but not upon actual, you know, visitation. <laughs> and um, I was really I was like, pleasantly surprised by how well it held up um, and just kind of reinforced like why those movies meant so much to me when I first saw them when I was young and and what they've meant to me over the years um you know and really like getting into the specifics like I remember just certain scenes like we broke down on the podcast and that was really that was really beneficial um to me um I also I'm with you Alex like I really do love the um the the movie previews that we do um so much optimism um yes the the most entertaining thing to me is to listen back to those episodes and figure uh-huh. out which movies we were excited about that none of us ended up watching for whatever reason, um, usually because they were <laughs> pretty badly reviewed, or the movies that we were like, oh, maybe this will be good, or I don't know, this doesn't sound that great, and then it's like one of our favorite movies of the year. So it's just, there's like, there really is that kind of range <laughs> in in the things we select, and only in retrospect does it become pretty hilarious to see how it actually ended up. Yeah, we usually uh, end up with like a master list of like 40 or 50 movies, and then the only about like a third of those end up panning out the way we hope. But still, that spirit of optimism is always very exciting. And then, yeah, there's also yeah. not only are there the ones that we're dismissive of that we end up loving, like when in our summer, our first ever summer preview episode, uh, I was extremely dismissive of the idea of Christopher Nolan directing Dunkirk because I just thought him making a war movie sounds like a disaster, and I was wrong. That uh, was one of my favorite movies of the year that year. Um, but then also just like the movies that we don't even that aren't even on our radar when we're putting together those lists that pop up unexpectedly and then end up being things that we love. And I think that kind of spontaneity in the movie schedule is something that feels like it is harder to find these days uh but it still is really special when it comes around and also like it's just been fun i would say um 
I like episodes where we are able to show different opinions, like where we one of us like really likes it and another person really hates it. Those are seem to be rare, at least in my memory, but you guys are actually refreshing some of my memories of certain movies we disagreed on. So <laughs> um it I think it has been rare that the disagreements have been strong. Like it's you I think most yeah. of our disagreements are fairly low key. And it's it's funny because I know there are movies that we've that we haven't covered on the podcast that would probably that probably would make interesting discussions, um, but we just never you know did them on the podcast. So it would break the de- it would break the delicate ecological balance that we have achieved. <laughs> <laughs> These cinema shows, yeah, even if it might be more entertaining for our listeners at at times. Um, hey, but, a lot of books came out of the Eagles breakup. <laughs> Not a lot of music. Well, there was one episode, like, for instance, the photograph episode where Justin didn't see the movie. Um, I swear he sees most of the movies. It's weird that those ones keep coming up. Um, And uh, I believe it was um, we had a guest on. I'm blanking on who it was. I don't think I was there. Uh, I think I did not see. That'd be uh, Jillian. Yes, Jillian. That's right. Yeah. So Jillian was on and and Jillian Jillian and I had very different opinions of the movie. And uh, Justin was forced to moderate that discussion having not actually watched <laughs> the film which made a very interesting dynamic i, I have to say I, I really enjoyed that it's all jillian's fault <laughs> to julian on her 37th birthday is the name of a very obscure movie from like the 90s i don't know why i said that oh okay i was very <laughs> confused for a second i'm like there's probably something some work of art that he's referring to. It's, I don't know if we can call it a work of art necessarily. This is a movie <laughs> that Michelle Pfeiffer starred in. Um, but anyway. <laughs> gotcha. Well, that kind of I kind of prompted myself inadvertently, but that was actually my next question was, are there any movies uh, that you guys wish we had done on the podcast? They could be ones that you've seen or ones that maybe you didn't, that you haven't seen and just think might have made for good episodes. Oh, yeah, tons. I mean, when we're putting our schedule together, the thing that viewers or listeners don't likely know about our selection process is that we really have to try to hit a movie that is going to be interesting enough to the three of us to actually want to watch and talk about. And also that is going to be large enough available that has a release in both New Jersey and I'm the weak Germany. Point. It's my fault. <laughs> well, not always your fault, right? Because there's lots of international releases that we would love to talk to you about, but we don't get for actually that's way true. after that's you do. Yeah. So the, that's fair. And, like it was not it was just not viable for us to do an episode on Corpus Christi, which that would have been a blast. Well, yeah. Right. Yeah. And so there's so there's all sorts of things like that, or even movies where like none of us get to watch it until months after it comes out, like the movies that come out every Oscar season and get very limited releases in New York and L.A. And then, you know, get an they open in January in the U.S. and in March in Germany. And it's like, well, we're not going to really get a chance to have a full review of that one. So there's tons yeah. of movies like that. I mean, I think even just this year, like Licorice Pizza would have been an awesome movie for the three of us to review that we mm. just were not able to for practical reasons. So every yep. year there's tons of movies like that. On the flip side, another one of that that I that I thought of um, was I, I mentioned recently that I finally got to see The Last Black Man in San Francisco, and it is so fucking good. And uh, that would have been... I would have loved to do, you know, do a fresh viewing and do a deep dive with you guys. You know, maybe we could go back and do that at some point, but it would have been nice to do that when it was out, you know, and maybe mm-hmm. just do our do our little part to raise awareness for it. Another one, I, I tried I tried when I was thinking of this, I tried to not think of older stuff because theoretically we could always do a flashback for, you know, like so like older Coen brother movies or older PTA movies or something like that, you know, like it. Like, oh, what if we what if we were old enough and existed in the early 90s? Like, you know, that's um, but I thought oh, I, one, I did one exist cutoff. in the early. I think 90s. we all existed in the early. Yeah. 90s. But like this pot, no, this <laughs> podcast, I meant like, oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> but one thing is, so we really we really kind of revitalized this in 2017, which was just after. Like, we really got into doing this like the year after. Mad Max Fury Road hit the scene and it was just one of the best movies of the decade. That's like, that's a real, that was such a close cutoff. When I was looking back at like the movies we have reviewed, I was like, 
oh man, if we'd like started one year earlier, we could have done a whole episode on like Mad Max and that would have been fun. I think that's, it's one, it's one of those little timing. It's close enough where I'm like, oh man, wish, what? wish the timing had lined up on that. Didn't it come out summer 2015 though? It did. Or maybe yeah. It was 2015. Yeah. It came out in okay. 2015. Cause me and Justin actually saw that together. We saw far from the maddening crowd and Mad Max Fury road as a double feature, which yes. is, Mm. basically says a lot about our friendship um (laughs) (laughs) the levels of our interests uh but yeah but you guys were kind of making episodes in 2016 just not necessarily always with me and not yeah we weren't committed enough at that point like if if the timeline of the development of the show had been like a year and a half ahead of the the time that you know ended up developing on you know mad next could have been a big part of our early uh recording experience which it wasn't and like the other and that i think that's just a shame because that was one of my big three of the decade you know mad max mm-hmm. free road spider-man into the spider-verse which we did cover um yeah. and princess kaguya which was two years even before mad max so that was just not that was just not that an was way option. too separate that was way too separated <laughs> by time how about you justin that was your question you must have some ideas I mean, there are definitely a few that jumped to mind. Actually, Noah mentioned one of them. I would have really loved to have talked about Corpus Christi, just knowing that he was such a fan. Like, it was, like, one of his favorite movies of that year, if not, you know, the favorite. It was, okay, it, I, I'm going to, so I just came out with my 10th top 10 list on my blog. In a month or so, I'm going to go back and I'm going to rank all of my top 10 picks. The caveat to that oh. is that it was 2020, and for very very personal reasons i picked hamilton as my number one that's right yes i remember this and i will when when i do my revisitation my my top my ranking of my top 10 picks uh i am going to discuss that in any normal circumstance corpus christi would have been my number one like in a regular movie Mm -hmm. year but 2020 was not a regular year for movies or anything else so i got funky and i defend my i defend my decision to get funky but well it's your list Always exactly. defend your prerogative when it comes to getting funky, Noah. Never give that up. Yep. But I do. But you know, it, Corpus Christi does deserve that caveat. It it should have, it should have gotten even more accolades from me than I was able to give it under the circumstances. So I, I will address this in a in a soon to be, uh, in a soon to be revealed listicle where I <laughs> okay. rank myself. What a tease. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's definitely one just and I because I know it meant so much to Noah. And when I saw it, I was like, really, it was like one of my it was in my honorable mentions for that year. So it meant a lot to me, too. It was a lot um, a lot more uh, challenging than I expected it to be. It was not the film I expected at all. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that's definitely one. Um, there are some. There's like I would say definitely. uh Licorice Pizza was another one, uh, but we did kind of get to discuss it anyway. Um, it's part of what I like about doing our year-end reviews is it gives us a chance to maybe talk about some things that we didn't get to to talk about in the podcast. Yeah, I think there um, are very few films that all of us like that don't in some way make it onto the show. Like Last Black yeah. Man in San Francisco is a very egregious example where I couldn't even, in my year review, I couldn't even talk about it because I still wasn't, yeah. hadn't but been able to But we did see, talk you know. about it on that episode, on that year-end episode, because yeah. Justin and I both had seen it and really liked it. But I couldn't talk about it, Alex, and that <laughs> matters. Yes, this is of about course. Right. <laughs> That's what anniversaries are about, me, myself, and I. <laughs> um, another one that comes to mind... Um, is one that I think uh, I don't. Yeah, no, we didn't do. I had to double check in my head, but uh, I don't believe we talked about Phantom Thread when that came out. No, we um, didn't. But I, it was. Oh, that's true. In some ways, it. I think it's in some. I had to think about it because that was one that Alex and I saw together um, in the city, and one that ended up being like I ended up seeing it. Well, at least one more time that year, and then another time later. Um, and that one just feels like it kept paying dividends. And I think that would have been a really fun discussion. Um, yeah. And especially because we also kind of disagreed on that movie a little bit, at least in so far as you liked it far more than I did. Oh yeah. I didn't necessarily dislike (laughs) it, but you liked it much more. Yeah. 
I was that. I don't know. Careful, I'm trying Alex. to remember what our audience was You're like. Gonna get but a I just remember soup from Justin if you keep going. <laughs> I just remember like giggling like an idiot through a lot of it. So um... yeah, well we we saw it in the city, and it was like the weekend it came out, and they gave us like a special like design pad or something like that. Remember that? It was, was like it, was drawing. It, was it Alex? Was it a wooden cock? It was not a wooden no. cock. No, that was. Missed opportunity, my boys. Listen, I wasn't in charge of the merch. <laughs> and neither was Jared Leto, apparently. <laughs> Jared Leto sending wooden cocks all over the that's, place. See, that's what that movie needed. It needed Jared Leto to kind of just like <laughs> inject it with some life, man. Yeah. That's I made this comment uh, in my my um, verb for my latest top ten list, which had licorice pizza on it. If you if you if you just do a bare bones summary of the plot of most pta movies i think the instinctive reaction of anyone would be like no you can't make a movie about that that's not going to work what are you talking about <laughs> like that's crazy that's not going to be a masterpiece but he does it <laughs> he finds a way and there's one more for me that jumps to mind because i know that it's one that we all loved is um personal shopper yeah um, yeah oh man I saw it much later than you guys. Future retrospective. And the 10th anniversary, we'll do. That was a case where um, I like it was the first time I think I had heard Noah praise Kristen Stewart's acting. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's it, it was the movie that converted me. It was the movie that was like, no, you've you've been one of the shitheads dismissing this person just because of Twilight. Like that was the that was the movie that converted me. It's yeah. true. Hey, okay, let's do this. If if she gets the Oscar, let's do a Kristen Stewart retrospective. Where you'll watch all the Twilight movies? Oh, God, no. Where we watch all the no- other movies. <laughs> You'd have to watch the Twilight movies, too. You <laughs> guys can watch the Twilight movies, and then you can <laughs> I describe have. them to me. We'll do Noah Reacts. You can find my letterbox uh, list ranking all of the Twilight movies. Yeah, those are those are the ones for me that come to mind. I I I was trying to think if there was like a really bad movie that I thought would be fun to pile on. But, um, you know, I don't know. How do you, do you guys feel like we We're, should do more our, movies that our taste that we too... dislike? <laughs> I guess we can't know well, okay. until we see them. Justin, though, that's if the you want to do a David O. Russell day, we can have that. I'll get good and drunk. I, yeah, I, that I, doesn't I, sound like fun to me. Um, our taste is too what refined. I, to get what, suckered well, into these bad that's movies. certainly not true. We've definitely watched some movies over the years for the podcast that did like not pan Mute. out well. Like yeah. Mute. Yeah. 2018, we were all I feel like, in was shock, I think. A, 2018 was a banner year for that for me. There was like a number of movies where we reviewed that Mute. year. Where I was just like, Hold the dark. <laughs> and also like ready my like one of my favorite memories of the podcast is like me slowly realizing how much i hated ready player one while we were reviewing it had a similar uh, yeah. experience with um with when manish came on to talk about onward the the pixar movie where we both kind of started out that episode being like yeah it was it was a totally fine movie you know kind of just like that and like the more we talked about it they were, we were just like wait do we hate this <laughs> <laughs> So and that'll happen sometimes. The more that you like actually, you know, pick it apart and you dissect it and you really try to tease out what works and what doesn't, sometimes you find uh, really a renewed and deepened respect for the property and and sometimes uh, you do not. So that's definitely been an experience. Sometimes the contempt demon yeah. is awakened. I sometimes wonder if my opinion would change on certain movies if we had discussed them on the podcast and, and vice versa. Like, I'm like, if I had just seen this movie in isolation and not gotten to talk about it, would I feel the same about it? And I often feel like, no, I probably feel different. Um, but you know, I don't know. That's a personal thing. I think that my biggest regret is that we didn't get to review Vox Lux as for a featured review. So I think that we would all have very different opinions about that. And that would be I think uh, Yeah. 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 <laughs> film I really <laughs> wanted to love and just did not. And a movie that I loved beyond reason. So, <laughs> and I still haven't seen it, so I have no opinion. So. There you go. So we have the yeah, three, three opinions. On Perfect <laughs> Love, hate, and ignorance. In a, in a way, that's kind of what the movie's about. Three. 
Yeah. But if you're curious about the episodes, the movies that we have given featured reviews to, you can head on over to my letterbox at Media Thinkings on Letterbox, where I have a list uh, titled The Cinema Joe's Podcast Featured Reviews, where I update after every new featured review and add it into, into the list. So that's all in there in chronological order, starting with Beauty and the Beast and ending with uh, this most recent featured review that we just did. Which is actually Was. The Matrix Resurrected wow. and Spider-Man No Way Home, because we have been doing a bunch of year-end episodes lately. Yeah, speaking of which, I just finished my Matrix rewatch of the original trilogy. And that went well for everybody, so. <laughs> yes, it did. Reloaded slaps. So, guys, this is the next... I, I had two questions here, but I think I'm going to make it... I'm going to combine them into one, because I realize now that they're pretty related. Um, By our powers combined... Yes, indeed. Uh, so the question I want to ask you guys is, uh, what do you wish we could tell our 2017 selves, at least when it comes to the podcast? <laughs> Get a good we'll microphone. The... Get a good microphone. I'm actually, I'm, I'm quite happy. I'm, I've, this is just only like my fourth or fifth time using this thing, and it's, it, it feels better. It feels more professional. It feels more serious to like for me to have an actual microphone. And not just be like yelling at my laptop. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I definitely would have invested in a microphone earlier <laughs> because it makes things a lot easier um, and a lot less stressful and it makes editing much easier. Um, I would also probably tell my 2017 self that um, when you're editing the podcast, it doesn't have to be perfect. Uh, you don't need to spend six hours on a two on an hour and a half long podcast edit um that's okay right naturalistic talk is okay um and you know we're not on npr so if there's a couple of ums and ahs along the way it's fine relax yeah i i'm with you i uh, definitely the microphone was the first thing that i thought of was like why didn't i just like it's not even like super expensive and you can have it like for years i think i did buy one at a certain point but whatever i bought was not great it was like very spotty. Yeah. Um, you know, honestly, I think I started doing this by using <laughs> the microphone that my girlfriend at the time had. And it was just like something she had. I was like, oh, I'll just use that. Um, and I remember I had to like prop it up because it was like like a microphone you would use to sing with. Like it wasn't like it didn't have uh, a stand. I remember that. Yeah. So I had to create one using like um, a, a glass that I had uh <laughs> and to just kind of stand it up there um that was just i just think about so many things of just making trying to make things work like kind of you know doing all this makeshift stuff and i think back now i'm just like why didn't i just you know get the right thing like just do a little research and find something yeah. that was good to good be, quality to be, to be it's kind like to our former selves though uh Technology is so far as micro, uh, microphones that are USB based definitely have improved in the last few years and mm. definitely have become less expensive. The ones that were good on the market five years ago were significantly more expensive than the ones that we currently have that work perfectly fine. So I think there's also that uh, that definitely kept me from doing it for a few years where it's like it doesn't really seem like the value is worth the audio quality given what I'm seeing in these reviews and the price tag. So mm. the technology has caught up to our needs a little bit, which is, I think, a help. But yeah, I'm with you. I also, for acoustic reasons, I used to record in my car in the garage, and that was yes. bad, especially in the summer times. And I'm very happy to say that I don't do that anymore. Keep hold of that, uh, keep hold of that car, Alex. That's going to go in the Cinema Joe's Museum one day. I certainly do not have it anymore. But The original seat <laughs> that Alex Marcus sat in. For hours on end. <laughs> Just sweating. Listening to Noah about live action remakes. Yes. Yeah. Also, just like the benefit of the recording technology improving over time has been, has certain, this is not something I would tell my former self other than like it gets better. Right. Um, but because in those early days, there was a concern that like the audio might crash and then you would just like lose everything. Um, that happened. Mm in the in the very in the 2016 version of the podcast before we got really official um that happened to me and justin a couple of times where we recorded a mm -hmm. whole episode and then my recording uh crashed and we lost my whole side of the recording 
like the old Greeks, ancient Greek songs, Lost to the Mists of Time. Another thing I, I, I would tell my, my younger self, and this is, this is less, this has to do with the podcast, but not just, parallel to, you know, experimenting with a new microphone. I'm now in my second month of having an actual good, like, high-quality laptop, because this, this was the first time I actually bothered to research, okay, what sort of specs would a really good laptop have? And, like, using the fact that I'm, you know, a working adult to actually, you know, treat myself to a decent laptop. And it's like night and day. I was like, wow, I could have done this. I could and I could have afforded to do this years earlier. I just didn't out of stubborn inertia. Um, but here we are. New laptop, new microphone, new year, new podcast. New Noah. Yes. <laughs> it's a Same as the old new Noah. day and the <laughs> sun is high. Um, yeah, I. I would say the other thing, and this is more just a general, um, in terms of doing the episodes themselves, um, and I feel like I'm still trying to tell myself this even to this day, is uh, to just relax during the recordings. Like, I think I put, and still do, put a lot of pressure on myself when it comes to these. Um, I, I think you're so, especially when it's something either you, it's when it's something you really like. Um, you want to like be able to do it justice. And it's like, I think I was putting a lot of, a lot of extra stress on myself to, oh, you better be articulate about this. You better say something, you know, somewhat profound. And like, I don't know, I, I, I find a lot of the time I can sort of self-sabotage myself, even like during the course of a thought. And I think I recognized hope over these five years that like, all right, just take a, take a breath <laughs> like don't worry about saying the perfect thing just kind of let the thoughts and th- let the words spill out and and see what happens and not like have this image of of what you're going to say um because it's just it's ridiculous i mean it's it's this like abstraction that you're trying to live up to and it's not realistic to attempt to achieve that so i i think now i've i would tell myself like hey just chill out a little bit like have fun with it like that's the most important thing about this don't worry about you know having something for posterity that you you know that you're really proud of just focus on having fun and talking to your friends and um you know i think i've learned to take some of that advice (laughs) over the years hopefully but yeah that's definitely a thing and that's that's more just a general note uh for myself you know, and even for my non-podcasting self, but definitely one that comes to mind. Yeah, I totally can relate to that in in some ways. I I was thinking back about those first few episodes that we recorded and how nervous I felt uh, in between, like, when I would talk and when everyone else would talk. And I, you listen back, and I seem like a little bit uh, stiff, maybe, but not nearly as anxious as I felt while I was recording. It's just like, we're recording where, like, people are going to be listening to what I have to say. If I, like, mess up, what's going to happen? But I think that I had an easier time coping with the reality of that because I was the one editing everything after the fact, and so it was easy for me to be like, oh, if I, like, completely make no sense, I could just, like, snip that out and no one will ever know, and I can make my friends sound really good and smart and articulate, too, so they don't have anything to worry about, and that was definitely... Uh, a help <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure because the other the other i alluded to it earlier but i was kind of curious about like what lessons we had learned but i kind of was realizing that might be tied into you know what we would tell ourselves our past the lesson learned is get a microphone and a good computer you <laughs> idiot yeah and also like you know let it, letting go of things while recording like not needing to double and triple back on a on a single point because you really want to make sure that you're being understood or uh, getting sucked into a bit of an argumentative stance like just mm-hmm. allowing like a, there's a balance between an interesting exchange and then like cycling around the same Brow point beating. six times where it like no longer is interesting to listen to and um, yeah. I don't think there were that many instances where I found myself guilty of that but that I do think that that's certainly something that I've improved upon over the years yeah there were I can't think of too many times when we've disagreed about something and it actually felt tense um i there's maybe one episode i can think of which uh actually noah you were not on which was actually on our alien episode (laughs) that's that's what it is when i'm not around the shit gets real 
I look I back on that. <laughs> yes. Um, I look back on that now, and I'm not like I'm not like it wasn't the disagreement that was the thing. I just there are a few points where I felt like I was getting like a little too intense. And I realized that a big part of that was something else that had nothing to do with that episode or those movies at all. It was something that was going on in my personal life at the time. And um, Justin, it was not admit, helpful. It, w- it was <laughs> Justin, <laughs> just admit it was an alien versus predator debate, wasn't it? Uh, it was not in this case. There were no predators no. at all involved yeah. in that. We video. banned predators from that episode. <laughs> yeah, okay. no predators allowed. Um, but uh, that'd just, be a great one for a for a for a look for a retrospective episode. What I would Put say to, to and this is maybe related to uh, something you know, just what we would tell our 2017 selves um, is um, when you uh, maybe don't check your phone during an episode because you might read some news that um, affects. Uh, your general mood and may affect how you come off on the podcast. Because um, well, that was what about? happens. I mean, this me has that. been a pretty calm time for the world. I don't know what kind of news you would receive <laughs> yeah, just, unexpectedly that would ruin on. your day. Yeah. So uh, the next thing, and this was, I was a little unsure where to go with this, but I thought I'd keep it broad. Um, I wanted to ask you guys what you see for the future. Like if it's a, uh, new kind of episode that you think we might want to do or um other guests that you'd want to get on like anything like that just in general what are your what are your hopes for the future for this podcast uh well by the future i guess you mean (laughs) by the future (laughs) i guess you mean 2023 because all of 2022 is scheduled pretty much uh so we know exactly what's coming down the pike as long as things go according to plan Listeners, I yeah. was not exaggerating when I said Alex is the brains behind this operation. <laughs> I do well, what Alex I tells me to do. <laughs> I watch what he or, tells me to watch, unless it's, a, unless it's a live action remake, and then I say, fuck you, no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you do what I say, except for all of the times when you don't bother to show up, but otherwise. <laughs> exactly. It's a harmonious working relationship. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think, you know, when we talked about this two, uh, three years ago, which is crazy to think about, I said that the thing that I wanted really was to try to bring on more guests and uh, try to expand the show into a, a sense of community around these things that we care about. And I feel like we've succeeded in doing that in large part. We've we've really gotten a lot more people onto the show and and the show, I think, has greatly benefited from that. And in this next year, we have a lot of plans to amplify that even further and have even more consistent guests than we did last year and I think that's really you know the direction of the show that I want to take it uh, moving forward and I also I feel like we hit a really nice rhythm uh, in the last year where we have this nice balance between new releases and classic films and then topical uh, episodes and I think that is a balance that's working really well for us and and I'm happy to see it continue into the future. For me, I think the first priority is to just be on the show more and just make, I mean, there there have been instances where it's been unavoidable. I've had a scheduling conflict or it's just not been possible for me to see the movie. Um, and in certain cases there, and in certain cases, it's movies where I don't want to be, I don't want to like sit there and listen to a big deep discussion before, before I haven't even seen the movie and like, or like, you know, force you guys to go no spoiler. Um, so I, I definitely want to, I definitely want to be less absent. Um, which I which in some cases I won't have any control over, but in some cases I do. And on top of that, I'd say I would like us to keep finding ways to bring in uh, some older classics because, like I said, that's for me that's been some of the most valuable episodes is is really having an excuse to just sit down, uh, you know, get access to you know a certain classic that I've been meaning to watch for a while and just saying, no, we're going to do an episode. I got to, I got to watch it now, you know, so that that's been a good impetus for me. Yeah. I mean, I know like we've, you know, apart from the flashbacks, I know we've had um, some of our Oscar payoffs (laughs) have uh, been to older films. I mean, that was part of the reason why I chose sunrise for that infamous episode, Um, not having seen it, previous to our discussion or to you know doing it for the podcast 
that was another fun one. We had, I think we we had some fun with that. We did, yeah, I'm, and I we definitely disagreed on that. We got, one. Yeah, we, no. guys, we got <laughs> drowned in that discussion. I we I got remember so really drowned very like we really talked about that drunk pig for much longer oh than expected. I think that was the um, episode art for that episode back when we did episode art. Yes, drunk that's, pig. That's right. Yeah. Alex, um, are, when are we going to put up the NFTs of those original artworks for sale? <laughs> I mean, listen, I have the files, so we can do it whenever you go. figure out how to do that. <laughs> you want to be more involved? Take the initiative <laughs> on that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely like, I, you know, I've really enjoyed having people on, and it's been really fun for me to talk to people who, like, I've heard on other podcasts, Um you know, that's been really fun. So I definitely want to do, you know, I'd, I'd like to do more of that. And we have a lot of that scheduled. Um, my other goal, and this may be later than this year, than 2022. Um, but I'd like to maybe try to have more people on from the film club than I'm a part of. Because uh, I know some people have expressed interest in coming on. Um, you know, I've had a, I've been a little more I've had a little bit more of a social life recently and, you know, met people who are into movies and I've said like, Oh, I, I have a podcast. And then I, they surprised me saying, Oh, where's your podcast? Where can I find it? Um, you're like, Oh wow. People, people, Justin, how old timey of you. Yeah. How old fashioned. (laughs) Um, you know, I, I think the other thing, and I know, I think for totally understandable reasons, we've kind of, we have moved a little bit away from, um, having sort of a general discussion of a a broader topic. And I think that's been, honestly, that's been okay for me just because we usually end up having a guest and then it's a lot like, and we usually end up finding a larger topic. Maybe it's not as formalized, but we usually do end up talking about something bigger than the movie itself. Um, But I did, I did really enjoy those discussions when we had them. Um, And I, I think when we started this, I know at least my memory of it is that we wanted to have the space to really kind of use the movie as like a jumping off point for a larger discussion, just in case, you know, not all of us or some of us could not see the movie. Um, but because we've adapted it so that it, it is a case where all three of us are seeing it, um, you know, we've we've kind of moved away from that. But I think that's, you know. I'd like to do more of it, but maybe we can kind of do like what we've been doing and just, you know, incorporate it into the larger discussion of the movie. Um, yeah. And we've gotten you know. to do some like theme episodes over the last year or so, too, which has kind of replaced that a little bit in a different sort of direction. Like when we did our underappreciated Marvel movies, for instance, that was kind of a fun discussion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That kind of broke from our normal format. Or the Lord of the Rings episode where we kind of took the uh, the event of that biopic coming out but we really got to review all three uh lord of the rings films for a very long conversation (laughs) yeah Um, and of course i mean we haven't talked about this at all because this is something that was that has kind of fallen by the wayside intentionally but i'm really proud of all of the minis that we did i thought that it was really great the way we had the opportunity to talk about things oftentimes more personal things outside of a film release, oftentimes even things outside of movies. Um, and I'm really, I'm really glad that we did that. I think it's good that we're not doing it anymore. Um, Cause I feel like we kind of <laughs> hit a wall in terms of topics in the first place. And, you know, I, we, we didn't need to put out an episode every week, but those, the minis that we did put out, I think I'm really glad that exists. And, uh, and I encourage people to check them out if, if you can. If you, especially if you want to learn more about us, like we got to talk about, you know, <laughs> memories of film going with our parents. Uh, yep. uh, Noah just recorded an hour on the Atlanta Braves uh, one one year. So Justin gave us a some insights into acting, which was cool. That's we talked right, about yeah. favorite movie so villains and heroes. That? Yeah, you did. Um, <laughs> I think it was like 45 minutes long. Wow. It was, yeah. Good um, on but, but yeah, so we there's lots of good stuff in in there, and it, and it's a great way for uh, people to learn more about who we are as people, and it's also a nice little time capsule for what we were doing in these last five years and how we were feeling about things. Because I get the sense, you know, the older we get, the more time changes us, as we don't even really notice. And so we're gonna look back on these recordings one day, and it's gonna be like looking into a diary. But yeah. Alex, time yeah. seems to stand quite still. <laughs> 
in a child's world. It Is this like will. a Phil Collins song or something? No. <laughs> Not far off base. That's for our, our inevitable Moody Blues uh, specific podcast. Yeah. Yes, that'll that'll <laughs> come after the Rush one. <laughs> um. So guys, uh, we're almost at our hour mark. Do we want? Are there any final thoughts that we had? Anything we didn't get to discuss that you want to? Well, you know, we we often tease Noah about only being a part-time co-host, but I did want to say that because I'm kind of a lunatic, I actually crunched the numbers on this, and I thought I could share it here. Um, in the first five years, uh, we put out 137 episodes, which is good for us. Um, and of those, uh, I was on 94% of those episodes, Justin was on 92% of those episodes, and Noah was on 78% of those episodes, which is certainly less than a me and seat. Justin. I pass. But, <laughs> but considering yeah. that he is an ocean away, you know, and uh, in a different time zone, uh, and he travels uh, f- far more than we do because he lives in a country that uh, values what? a free time. Uh, oh, that's true. Okay, <laughs> that, that's, a good, that's a good point. He's he's had a lot of other commitments over the years that make it hard to come in every week. But you know, seventy percent I think is is something that we should really be proud of. And right, so I my also goal for the next five years is eighty five percent. I'm looking for a seven percent increase. That's that's a very respectable increase. That's like justified when you, justified when you register the with a tutor. I'm drawing for my <laughs> valuable work. When you register with a tutor in high school, like that, a seven percent increase on your final grade is is a very respectable goal. So I am at, we can contribute it there. It's here. like tutoring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't really makes it, you want to just listen. believe me. <laughs> but um, but yeah, the other the last thing that I wanted to do on this episode, well, the second to last thing, because uh, the last thing I want to do, which. I'll do now, so it won't be the last thing, um, is to thank you guys for sticking with us, the listeners, and thank Mm -hmm. Justin and Noah for putting up with me over the last five years. Um, So often, I'm just like, we're doing this here and now, or I'll be like, you have two choices and that's it. Um, And yeah, and you're always willing to kind of like hang out on a on a Sunday morning and, and talk about stuff. And, you know, I'm just so grateful to have this podcast because... You know, for a long time, we were living in very different places. And, you know, for Noah, he still lives in a different place. And it can oftentimes be very hard to stay in touch with friends um, when you're not in a position to see them on a regular basis. And this podcast has allowed me to see you guys on a regular basis for the last five years. And uh, and I'm just so well, thank, grateful thank for you, that. Thank you, Alex, because Justin and I are, are like children. We need structure. <laughs> <laughs> and I am nothing if not structured. for good behavior <laughs> and slaps yep. on the wrist when we misbehave. <laughs> <laughs> like when I refuse to stop dunking on David O. Russell. Yes, or when I have to edit <laughs> your jokes out of the podcast. <laughs> Which is a crime against humanity, but I'll even on podcasts stop. that are not even movie related. That's the yes. that's the that's the entertaining thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> but the last thing that I wanted to say is I wanted to say a special thank you to all of the guests that we've had on over the years. Yes. Um believe it or not, we've had twenty one people on this podcast. Most of them have come back two or three times. Manish is our number one, Manish Mathar, who is host of Ipat to Be You and Square is now. Uh, he's been on five times, so he is an honorary fourth chair at this point. Um, but I wanted to thank everybody by name. So Jeremy Lesser, Aaron, Sean Fallon, Dimitri Wagner, Chris Mancini, Manish Mathar, Joanna, Matt Taylor, Marissa Carpico, Jillian, George Heffler, Rhiannon, Alan Sapara. Bill Bodkin, Lovey McPherson, Josh Janaki, Al Manarino, Pat Panell, Mike Schindler, Kayla Borchards, and Matt Farley, our most recent guests. Thank you so much. You guys have helped make this show significantly better than it would have been in your absence. And I hope everybody comes back, and I hope we get even more uh, interesting people to come on in the years to come. Yeah, thank thank you for that. Um... And I would honestly say there's not a single guest we've had where I wouldn't be ecstatic if they wanted to join us again. Um, I say that with all sincerity. It's been just a blast. Yeah, except for that one person, but we'll, we'll, we won't say their name on the air. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, God. I'm like, oh, am I forgetting something? Have I, have I, have I repressed something that deeply? <laughs> I can't even remember it. <laughs> 
Um, also, just I want to thank uh, our listeners uh, because you know I, I you know there have been people who I'm sure have jumped on in the last five years. I'm sure you know working with as many guests as we have has probably broadened our audience as well. Um, I want to thank those people. I mean, I've read some of the reviews on our you know on our page, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, someone reviews? like actually, oh my god, yeah, we do. Um, what an anniversary feel... gift? <laughs> yes. <laughs> And that's just like it's just crazy to me to think that people like listen to us or might even listen to us on a regular basis. So really, thank you. And um, we hope to keep doing right by you. Um, That's our that's our goal. Yeah. And it's so funny to see, you know, uh, Anchor gives us these tools that lets us see like who's watching or who's listening to what episodes um not specifically the people but just like in general what episodes are getting listens and certain episodes will just get a, a handful of downloads that out of nowhere the episodes are like two three years old and people are just like yeah i really want to know what you guys thought about uh the uh once upon a time in hollywood even though that episode was years ago and uh that's really cool i mean we still get new downloads on our parasite episode every single month uh, it's one of and and I understand why, because that is an excellent um, an excellent film. And I feel like we have we were lucky enough to get to talk about it. Dimitri Wagner was our guest on that episode. And I think we did a good job talking about it there. So um, I'm glad people are enjoying that episode still. We've been listened to in so many countries, which is wild to think about, like dozens and dozens of countries around the world have heard our voices um, through their headphones and speakers. And that's just wild to consider but yeah it's it's just a really it's been a great experience and i've just been so grateful to have this creative outlet over the last few years when life has been so chaotic in many ways and and challenging in others and and it's just nice to have this as a home base for for our feelings and our thoughts and and the things that we care about i appreciate the baseball reference at the end (laughs) that was for you (laughs) deeply meaningful yes all right, guys. Well, we should probably wrap it up there, but uh, let's talk about where we can find everybody. So I'll start with you, Noah. Where's the best place to find your work online? Well, we've been mentioning it a few times in this episode, but you all should, if you enjoy uh, the work that Justin and I do here, you should check out the new podcast that we're doing uh, alongside my brother on one of our favorite progressive rock bands, Rush, called Podwork Angels. And you the, can also rush check out the Rush Hour. The Rush Hour. The only Rush Hour. <laughs> No other rush hour exists. Uh, and you can also check out my written stuff at francenoir.blogspot.com. Great. Yeah. And uh, for me, I'll say you can find my work on thecinemaverick.com. I am also on Letterboxd at the Cinemaverick. Uh, so that's the best place to find my work. And uh, let's close with you, Alex. Yeah, so you can follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd at Media Thinkings, as I already said. Uh, you can also follow my work as the podcast's editor for Pop Break- com, which I surely would not have that position if not for this podcast. And I'm so grateful uh, in that respect as well, because I really enjoy working with the pod break team and we, we do so much fun stuff over there. Uh, we've got like a, a, over a dozen podcasts running on a weekly or monthly basis, including uh, two podcasts that I ho- that I host, one called TV Break, which runs uh, the first Wednesday of every month. Uh, with uh, Bill Bodkin and Josh Jernacki. We talk about the ins and outs of the TV world. We're doing a featured review this month on Apple TV Plus's Severance, which is the new Ben Stiller-directed Patricia Arquette and Adam uh, um, Scott, Adam Scott uh, starring uh, film, uh, TV show, rather. And uh, yeah, weirdly enough, that actually was partially filmed in my hometown, which I didn't know until I started watching it. So that was a cool thing. So if you want to hear... More about that, you can listen to uh, TV Break on the Pop Break TV podcast feed. Um, and uh, if you want to hear more thoughts about uh, Marvel, because we've certainly talked about a lot of Marvel movies over the years on this podcast, um, I'm doing a, uh, a monthly MCU rewatch podcast with Bill Bodkin called Bill vs. the MCU, because he has seen frighteningly few MCU movies, and I have seen the mcu a frighteningly too many times uh so I'm we're curious, gonna we're, what's the cutoff for frighteningly few like where's that line uh well he's seen less than half of the mcu so okay so half 
yeah, I would say half at this point. Um, especially because he hosts a show called Socially Distanced, also on PopRick.com, uh, where he reviews all of the MCU television shows as they air on a regular basis. And so the fact that he had not seen all of the movies uh, led me to believe he I must make him. And as you guys know, I can be very persuasive when it comes to forcing even, people to watch wow, things. Okay. Even so, as someone, even as someone who's not a, like a Marvel stan. I cannot imagine wanting to swap out the movies for the TV shows. Just the movies are just, yeah, no, that's weird. Anyway. Well, so we're taking a trip down memory alley. We're watching three to four films every month. And you can down find Marvel that alley. on, you can find that on the Breakcast uh, podcast feed. Um, and of course you can continue to follow us at Cinema Joe's on Twitter um, and subscribe to us on all of your major podcast platforms. Uh, subscribing really helps. Liking, reviewing, all that stuff helps if you want to. Um, and hopefully you'll be here for another five years. Become yes. a Joe. Save the world. <laughs> I, if only it were that easy. <laughs> and I guess before we f- sign off for the final time in our first set of The final years, time? Oh, God. Well, for the final time of this early five-year period, right? We have our new five-year period ahead. Um, I bet people are curious why the show is called Cinema Joes when none of us are named Joe. So, Justin, do you want to help our listeners better understand the title uh yes i can um so it was at a time this was before alex had joined us uh we were looking for a name for the podcast this is when casey uh was our other co-host who had actually said to us hey you guys want to do a podcast about movies um and we were looking for a name and i remember um at the time (laughs) i was watching uh I was watching something called the Joe Schmo show. I don't know if <laughs> you guys have heard of this. It's like a I reality comedy Fully, type thing. Yeah, very um, much forgot that it existed. Right. Uh, a blast from the past. <laughs> it was a big break for Kristen Wiig. Um, she that was one of her early roles. Um, and I just remembered like that was fresh in my head, and I was like. Oh, like, what if we, like, what if we make this a podcast where it's just, like, three guys who are just discussing movies? Like, just three random people. Like, we're not, like, in, like, all humility. Like, we're not, we don't think we're experts. We're just gonna, we're just three guys who are into movies and want to talk about them. And so I was thinking, like, Cinema Schmoes, and I was like, no, that doesn't sound good. Like, what about Cinema Joes? That has a similar connotation, less derogatory. And I would put it, put it to the guys and like, yeah, that sounds good. So that's what we went to, and that's what we've been stuck with. <laughs> it's like a band humble name, beginnings. Right? <laughs> very, very humble beginnings. So it's it's our cougar town, basically. Yep. <laughs> but it works. Looks good on a Twitter account. So until next time, Justin, take it away. Yeah, we want to thank all of our listeners. As I said before, thank you for sticking with us and all of our subscribers. We look forward to bringing you more content uh, in the years to come. But for now, this is Justin Mancini for the Cinema Jones.